day 140. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. I'm John. And this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. So Psalm 69, we're here. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And a lament. David, a lot of laments in the book of Psalms. You know, David comes and he says, I am weary from crying. My throat is parched. My eyes fail looking for my God. Those who hate me without cause are more numerous than the hairs of my head. My deceitful enemies who would destroy me are powerful. Though I did not steal, I must repay. And then later he'll say this. God, you know my foolishness. You know where I've been wrong. Like, And my guilty acts are not hidden from you. Right. And the thing I just took from that was like, yo, we can cry out to God for vindication from those who have wrongly mistreated and persecuted us, while at the same time owning up to, to and confessing and being honest about our failures and mishaps and foolishness, those things go in the same prayer That's bucket. what I'm saying. There's sometimes right? that folks feel like, yo, if I'm really going to cry out to God and say, I'm a victim of it, then that somehow means that I've got to be clean. Yeah, yeah. Clean like slate, I can't yeah. confess that I was a violator too. And what sure. he's he's saying is, God, I'm a victim. You know these people out to get me. But God, you know that I ain't perfect. You know I violated your laws too. And this is what I love about this is the fact that he's owning up to the things that he's done wrong mm-hmm. reminds us that whenever God comes to save and help us, it's a testament to God's goodness, not ours. That's good. Right? So yes. we can own up and say, yo, I know I've been foul, God. I know I messed up. But that still doesn't mean that I don't need your help. Yep. Absolutely. And then by the end, he goes and he's like, man, as for me, Lord, kind of like you said, he's like, my prayer to you, man, it's just for a time of favor right. and your abundant and faithful love. Right. God. It ain't my love for you. Right. It's your love for me. Mm. Right. Like it's it's your faithful love. And that's the solution. That that word is used so much throughout these Psalms yeah. that has said love. And it's like, man, God's love comes through and helps us every time we need it. Right. Yeah. I love it. 70 comes. Quick yeah. Psalm, yo. Quick, yep. He's saying, God, I'm in trouble and I don't have time to write a thesis. This is just a Twitter thread. There's typos all through this. Help. God, like he starts off and he doesn't just say help. But he says, yo, God, help, mm-hmm. and I need you to hurry up, God, right? There's yeah. a bunch of people who seek my life, and they want to kill me. Um, God, and I know that it's going to be wrong for them. And then I know there's people that seek you, and it's going to go right for them at the end. Hmm. But then at the end, he's like, God, but I need your help. And did I mention, I need you to hurry up, right? Yeah. And this <laughs> is just another thing that just, Don't man, delay. Yeah. yeah, it challenges my prayer life so much so in the Psalms. That you, you know, we always talk about the Psalms being so real mm-hmm. in the content of what he says. Oh man, he's asking God to help him mm-hmm. with betrayal and trouble and sure. heartache and sure. anxiety and greed. But we sleep on not just what he says, mm-hmm. but how he says it. Like yeah. there's such familiarity. It's like, yo, Keith, man, I really need you to come through. Mm-hmm. Hurry up. And then at the end of the call, it's like, yo, man. I need you to hurry. I know that you like to take your time, but I yeah, need you yeah, to yeah. hurry. And that just shows, man, the strength of the relationship um, that he has. And it's encouraging me more and more to be, yo, I can be that honest and frank and just mm. blunt and forthright with yeah. God. Yeah. yeah, he calls on God to help, man. And what I love 
about this song. He says, yo, let those who say, aha, aha, <laughs> retreat because of their shame. And I was just like, yo, this, the songs are so real because it's just showing us, man, that faithfulness is not always going to be popular. Right. And that's something we got to understand, bro. Like, yeah. it will often be misunderstood. Right. And ultimately, and unfortunately, yeah, made fun of at times. And so faithfulness... Yeah. Man, it's just one of those things, bro, that the world doesn't praise you for. Right. And, it, and it's not glamorous. It's not prized or esteemed as necessarily virtue by the world, but it can be, uh, you know, something that they ridicule you for. But at the end, you know, he's like, man, let all those who seek you, though, rejoice and be glad in you. Yeah. And yeah, let the people who may be, you know, experiencing the same things that I'm experiencing be united right. to you in joy. So yeah. yeah. Uh, good. Yeah. 71 comes. It, yeah, I read it and I felt like, yo, I I know we're we're not even halfway through the Psalms yet, but I feel like I've read this same song, song before twenty yeah. times, right? Mm -hmm. And I think what I sat with is, no, the Psalms are repetitive because our feelings and our frustrations are repetitive, right? Mm -hmm. Problems, right? The most frustrating things that we go through in life aren't the chicken pox, right? You yeah. successfully endure it once and now you have an inoculation from any future sure. yeah. endeavor. And it's like, no, the problems are going to continue to come mm -hmm. over and over and over. And the benefit of walking with God for a long time is not that as time goes on, you experience less and less trouble. The benefit of being able to walk with God and in your old age is to look back and to say, no, no, time and time. Trouble has compounded and compounded and compounded, but God has been faithful on and on and on, and he's delivered me out of every trouble. Mm. So now the outside world looks at my old age mm. and sees me as weary and yeah. beaten down, and they assume they could take advantage of me. Yeah. But I see my old age as like, oh, nah, like yeah. I've been through some things, yeah. and I'm confident it's like, no, I've dealt with that before and that before and that before and that yeah, before. Yeah. And God's come through and Yeah. yeah man, on a personal note, like, yeah, we talked about earlier how long we've been walking with the Lord. <laughs> right. And bro, you're a young guy. Like yeah. you're still young. And you was like almost twenty years. Twenty years. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, man, it's been like six right. ish, you know, for me. And it's like, no, but you just show me. And one of the things I think the psalmist shows here. When he's like, man, even while I'm old and gray, God, do not abandon me while I proclaim your power to another generation, your right. strength to all who are to come. And our salvation and the grace of God in our life is a canvas for right. someone else to glean from and see God's power, majesty, and beauty. And in other words, he's like, man, the purpose of God's grace, you know, is so I can tell these young cats, these young books that are coming up behind me that you don't have to wait to be faithful. You don't have to wait to be faithful. You don't have to wait till you get my age, right, to start walking with the Lord. And yeah, that's just what the psalm does and shows us, bro. And I just love that. And it's just like the days of our lives, right? Yep. We don't have to, yeah, look back over our shoulder and wait for another oh. day. Oh, man, I love it. Yeah. 72. Yeah. Last Pic one. Yeah. Uh, picture of yeah. the perfect king. 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 Yeah. And man, it's a picture, portrait, and a great one, but Yo, in the day and age that we live in now where we're so frustrated with leadership, man, mm -hmm. this is a good prayer template, God. Like, yo, mm -hmm. a good, righteous leader is somebody who protects the vulnerable and oppressed instead of exploiting them. And so for me, man, this this has turned into 
just my prayer re- request. And mm. um, usually we don't date these podcasts because we know that a bunch of y'all are going to hear this later on in the year, but this is the week prior to the inauguration. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, you know, the Bible tells us to pray for our leaders. And so, yeah. man, this is the thing where I'm praying. I know that Jesus Christ is this, and I'm thankful to God Amen. for it. Yeah, yeah. And we're praying that he would mediate this through mm. all our leaders from yeah. mayors to senators to presidents to, yeah, yeah pastors. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. And even on a closing note, just like, I think we should just temper our expectations, bro, because mm. it's like, you know, Jesus comes, lives this perfect life that mm. God's people should have lived for sure. Yeah. But he also came and fulfilled all of the expectations I love it. that God's people had. Yeah. And we have to remember that no leader <laughs> will meet all of our expectations, Amen. but we can still pray that they would, yeah, rule justly. Wherever Amen. Yeah. 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 Ah, let's pray. Father, we thank you that you are in control. You sit on the throne. And because you sit on the throne, Lord, your word says that you direct the hearts of kings, Father. And so we pray Mm. that you would do that Uh, right now, Father. We pray that by your grace that you would put it on the heart of those that rule our nation, to rule justly, Father. And where they don't, Father, we pray that those who uh, rule to hold them accountable, that they would hold them accountable, Father. And ultimately, we pray that we put our trust in you and that we would exemplify this type of leadership in whatever sphere you have us in. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.